from the American Tobacco Historic District in downtown Durham, this is Due South on WUNC. I'm Leonida Inge. At the intersection of Broad Street and Club Boulevard in Durham proudly stands a new North Carolina highway historical marker. It honors the life and condemns the death of a black soldier named Booker T. Spicely, who was shot and killed by a white bus driver. Reed Wilson is the secretary of the North Carolina Department of Natural and Cultural Resources. He was there for the unveiling. It's important to note, out of those 1,600 historical markers so far, this is the very first with the words Jim Crow up on the, on the sign. And trust me, there will be more. An impressive crowd formed at the intersection for the marker unveiling. A diverse crowd, which included nearly 20 people who were recognized as members of the Spicely family. At this time, please join me in turning to the historical marker as we watch I spoke with Marilyn Spicely and her husband, Lincoln T. Spicely. He was named after Booker T. Spicely, born one year after his uncle's murder. He was, he was gone when I was born, but the dad and the family decided, you know, that would have been just, just to help him out, to recognize what had happened. And we know that the Spicely sisters and brothers were on this case way back then, trying to get justice at that time. So It has taken a long time to get to this recognition of Booker T. Spicely. Attorney James Williams is chairman of the Booker T. Spicely Committee, and he heads the North Carolina Commission on Racial and Ethnic Disparities in the Criminal Justice System. He's from Blackstone, Virginia, so he's a native of the South. He had gone to Philadelphia to live with a sister who, who lived there. He joined the Army. He uh, was stationed at uh, Camp Butner, and that's where he was July 8th of 1944. And so I often say that these soldiers, like Booker Spicely, had to fight for the right to fight for this country. Just think about the Civil War, for instance, and, and, and the, 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 what had the only reason they were given arms and allowed in is because at some point, President Lincoln realized if we're going to win this war, we're going to have to let those colored troops be a part of it. And that's been an ongoing or had been an ongoing battle and struggle, even up into 1944 when Booker Spicely uh, uh, was killed. So it, in a way, it didn't matter that Booker T. Spicely had on the uniform. He still died in a, in a very... Um, awful way, especially a man who fought for this country. And to backtrack a little bit, is it true that the reason why he was in Durham, North Carolina, is because, this, as I say, Durham was popping. Black Wall Street was here. Mm-hmm. The, you know, it was a you know one of the you know definitely one of the oldest liberal arts, um, black universities, colleges and universities. North mm-hmm. Carolina Central was here, and Black Wall Street and all the businesses, and it was the kind of the place to be. And um, that's why he was even in Durham in the first place, I hear. Camp Butner, you know, was 
out in nowhere. I mean, yeah. it's, you know, rural, uh, I, get, I think Gran- Granville County maybe. There was nothing to do. And so if you wanted to go to a movie, you know, if you wanted to go to a club, even go to church, uh, a lot of the soldiers, both black and white, came to Durham. You know, we don't necessarily know every details of why Booker was in Durham, you know, during that period when he was shot and killed. You know, it's pretty clear that he came, you know, to socialize, to, you know, to interact with others and do those types of things. So please describe what happened on that Durham bus, because there were other military um, men on that same bus. Am I correct? You're correct. So— um, and, you know, we know some of this because there was a a, a, a a trial and then there was a civil litigation. So as best that we can tell from the record, uh, Booker Spicely boarded the bus, uh, you know, in the Haiti uh, neighborhood of, of Durham, which was, you know, then and, and still, you know, to some extent now, you know, basically an African-American area of the city. Um the bus made several stops, eventually stopping at um, in the Five Points, in you know, the Five Points area. And it was at that stop that some white soldiers got on the bus. Now, Booker Spicely, mind you, was seated in the so-called Jim Crow section. He wasn't seated up front. No, he was seated behind the you know, color board, as you know, you know, that term is used. But when those white soldiers got on the bus, Harmon Council, the bus driver, um, ordered Booker Spicely, and I think it may have been one other person who was on the seat, on the seat, to go to the very last seat of the bus to make room for the white soldiers who had gotten on so they could sit, you know, up where, you know, white, you know closer to where white people were supposed to sit. So it was at that point that Booker Spicely said words to the effect that part of it was directed to the white soldiers, part of it directed to Herman Council, but words to the effect of, am I not wearing the same uniform as they? Am I not a part of this army fighting to protect this country and defend this country just like they are? You know, might I not have to stop a bullet just like them. So, but eventually, Booker Spicely did get up, and he did go to the very last seat of the bus. But as we know, that wasn't sufficient um, For the to satisfy driver. Herman Council, right. who you know, apparently was enraged that a black person in uniform or not would have the audacity to question his authority, a white man operating the Duke uh, power bus for the city of Durham. And then, of course, um, even more sad is that when there was a trial, he was, he was not convicted of killing Booker T. Spicely. You're right. After 28 minutes of deliberation, an all-white jury found um, Herman Council not guilty. And a couple of things about that I do want to mention. 
know, this killing, this was a public killing, uh, like a public execution. People, there were quite a few people on that bus. There were witnesses. Who witnessed and who saw what happened. When, when Booker Spicely got off the bus at the intersection of West Club Boulevard and what is now Berkeley, back then it was 4th Street in the Walltown neighborhood, uh, you know, he, he said to the bus driver, if I have said anything to offend you, I'm sorry. I didn't intend to. And as he gets off the bus, then that's when Herman Council takes his gun and confronts him and shoots him twice in the, in the chest. And, 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 and then calmly gets back on the bus and continues his route. Now, think about that, how he could commit such a cold-blooded, deliberate act in front of witnesses and be so confident and comfortable in his racist killing that he just gets back on the bus, continues his route, and goes about his his business. You know, since the, since I've lived in Durham, I've driven Club Boulevard in that intersection near Berkeley Street for 20 years. I have gone to that particular intersection because a block down the street is the Walltown Children's Theater. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and my children performed there, and I sat on the board there, I did not know how important it was to be right there. So what does it mean to have a state historic marker not far from that location um, erected in Durham, really honoring a man who amazingly got to speak his piece before he died? Well, so it means it means so much. And, and, and part of it is, you know, it's saying— to the family of Booker Spicely, that Booker Spicely's life matters, that that we care, and we want to lift him up. Well, thank you very much, James Williams. James Williams is the chair of the North Carolina Commission on Racial and Ethnic Disparities in the Criminal Justice System. And congratulations to you and all the people that work with you to get this Booker T. Spicely marker up in Durham. Well, thank you for having me on your program. The celebration of the Booker T. Spicely marker took place at the North Carolina School of Science and Mathematics, the former Watts Hospital. Spicely was not allowed treatment there in 1944 and died of his gunshot wounds. The school's Colors Gospel Choir sings in honor of Spicely. Coming up, teaching teachers how to teach black history. You're listening to Do South. 